You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for joining us on another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice here on CannabisRadio.com. My name's Bethany Moore, and I'm your host. I'm the communications manager here at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guest is Jamie Lewis, and she has a couple of great companies in the edible cannabis sector. Mountain Medicine, based here in Colorado, and Mayflower Medicinals out on the East Coast. So let me just introduce Jamie and welcome you to the show. Hi, Jamie. How are you today? Hi, Bethany. It's always good to talk with you. Thanks for having me. Of course, and I'm probably not supposed to say this, but you're just one of my favorite members. You've been involved in NCIA forever. You serve on our board of directors, and I'm just so delighted every time I get to see you at an NCIA event. So, so glad to have you on my show. Um, so, for those who don't have the pleasure of knowing you so well, could you tell our audience a bit more about your personal and your professional background and what brought you to this wonderful cannabis industry and movement? Thank you for that. Um, well, I've been in the industry for going on almost 15 years at this point. So I'm an old goat. Um, I like to use that reference. Um, I got originally started in this industry in the San Francisco area. I was a uh, professional chef. I wanted to go all the way uh, and get a James Beard Award and be a rock star in the culinary world. And my path transitioned into the cannabis world when I began working closely with my former business partner and his father, who was HIV positive, and began yeah. making edibles for the co-op that he had to help his father um, through some uh, very painful times. And 
really what that triggered for me was working very closely with them at the time was how much miseducation and miscommunication there was around this plant and how there was no real regulatory oversight to allow businesses to be successful. Um, and I only point that out because that's where I really truly became an advocate for the plant. Um, and one of the best business decisions I ever made was to put the apron up for a little bit in the commercial kitchen world and step over into the cannabis world. I had a very successful uh, transition over into the state of Colorado, of which I built an amazing company. And from that was Mountain Medicine, which is the company that I still currently own in the state of Colorado. And I became very actively involved in all things from both setting up the medical marijuana regulatory uh, program in the state of Colorado, as well as working very closely with uh, the passing of Amendment 64 and developing the rules and regulatory oversight for that as well. And since then, I have been transitioning over into the state of Massachusetts for my new company, Mayflower Medicinals, which is going for three licenses that will dispense, cultivate, and produce extractions to service uh, three RMD locations in the great state of Massachusetts. And I'm happy wow. to report that we uh, have a license approved to be opening up uh, our dispensary location in the city of Boston. So I have received the second license uh, to open up in Boston. Wow. Well, you are certainly a rock star uh, in the cannabis industry. So you mentioned your first company, Mountain Medicine, is based here in Denver. It's an edible manufacturing company. Um, tell me a little bit more about the values of that company and, and tell me about the goat. The, the goat follows you everywhere. If anybody knows you, you've got a cute little goat. Uh, tell me about that. We have created an amazing mascot called the goat. Um, a little backstory on the goat. Uh, I was uh, playing around with the ideas. All of us are currently right now, but this happened many, many moons ago around what the logo of a company like Mountain Medicine would be. And I started to do some research around the state of Colorado because that's really where I got uh, a template for some strong foundations for cannabis industry. Um, legislative and rulemaking process. Um, with that said, I picked the mountain goat. Um, and a couple cool facts about the mountain goat is, as we all know, it struggles in some very, very difficult climates. And those climates constantly change at all times. So the hooves of a mountain goat are like suction cups and literally help the goat hang on to the side of those very, very, very rocky, rocky mountains. And when I stood back and took a moment and thought about that, I was thinking, how great is that to be a reference to what it's like to be in the cannabis movement in terms of the ground always changing and the goat always having to be on stable footing, which are the suction cups that hold us on to the mountains. Um, and then also a really another great interesting fact is the mountain goats are actually one of the only female ran herds. So me being the fearless <laughs> leader, me being the fearless leader goat of my herd, I was all in for the design of the mountain goat. And some other pretty cool facts is that we've uh, been in business for going on almost eight years. 
we were one of the first companies to transition over to the recreational sales when we were allowed to. And we focus on, much like everything in this industry, local sustainability in terms of the products that we source for the edibles that we make. And there is thought into everything in the development of the edibles from the flavor palette to the effects of the medication that we put into it all the way through to the packaging. And we really like to message that we pay close attention to everything that goes into the product so that the consumer and patient also knows that it comes from a trusted and safe place. Awesome. Thank you for sharing the story about the goat as well. Um, So, of course, you have another company, Mayflower Medicinals. So you are running companies in more than one state. You're running companies across the country. And there's differences in regulations and laws in each state right now, of course. So what's it like to sort of add and juggle all that all at the same time? Well, I mirror all the companies that I operate much like herds, and herds of animals work together. So as long as I have a strong team underneath me, I am able to be very successful in all of what I do. That is communication, and you mentioned a key piece of that with the ever-changing climate of the regulatory, very difficult. So I work on an education process with my team below me so that they have almost the same exact information that I do. So therefore, we're able to make rapid-fire decisions and also come to me with educated decisions that they've made based off of all the information. It's been um, a lot of airline miles. Uh, I know my (laughs) United I know my United flight attendants well. And um, with that said, I've always said this even from day one that I stepped into this industry. I have such a love and passion for what it is we've all done and what we all plan to do that even to this day, no matter how tired I am, it still doesn't feel really like work. So I feel I'm very blessed for that. Yeah, I can certainly understand that being able to do work that you actually care about and feel like you're contributing to something greater than yourself. There's not much, not much better than that, to be honest. Um, so between your two companies, I, I know your kitchen here in, in Denver, uh, it's right down the street. How many people do you have working in each of your kitchens just to get a sense of the size and scale? Well, currently right now, I only have one company that is an actual operation. So at Mountain Medicine, we have roughly about 15 total employees. We're a small herd. We're a very efficient herd. And we actually operate out of less than 1,000 square feet, which most people are shocked to hear. But because of my culinary experience in San Francisco, I have even worked in smaller kitchens than that. So... (laughs) The thing, again, with communication and being very efficient as a herd, we uh, we communicate well and we get the product to market. I have an amazing team underneath me, um, which makes me very successful. And currently right now at Mayflower Medicinals, we are in the final stages of finishing construction for our cultivation facility, which will house the goat. Uh, I'm happy to announce that we'll be transitioning over, which will make the goat a national brand as well, which I'm really excited about. But on top of that, um, I'm looking to pull my my CO for the facility sometime around August 30th, which means I anticipate having plants in the ground in Massachusetts shortly after that. So exciting. I'm really excited. Yeah, that's great. Um, So we're going to take a commercial break here in just a second. Um, But when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the other things you're involved in, um, in the industry, within NCIA. 
and just everything that's going on because in addition to running your company, you also serve the industry through your time, efforts, and voice and resources. So we're going to talk more about that in just a couple minutes. So stay tuned. We're going to take this commercial break and then we'll be right back to talk with Jamie Lewis of Mountain Medicine. Thank you. Stay tuned. Be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. The cannabis industry continues to grow in Massachusetts. Canacon Boston is where you learn everything and meet everyone in the cannabis industry. Canacon Boston is coming to Heinz Convention Center July 13th through the 15th. Get tickets right now at Canacon.org. This will be the biggest cannabis event in Boston all year. Meet over 3,000 professionals in the cannabis industry at Canacon Boston July 13th through the 15th. Get your tickets and all access passes now at Canacon.org. The cannabis industry is booming. Don't miss out. Canacon.org. Get your tickets today. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. This is your host, Bethany Moore, if you're just joining us. We're talking with Jamie Lewis about her company, Mountain Medicine, and her efforts here in the cannabis industry. So uh, thanks again for being on the show today. And uh, Jamie, we're all just recently back from earlier this month, uh, a few weeks ago, we spent a few days in Oakland, California. Uh, it was NCIA's Cannabis Business Summit, our fourth annual and largest ever annual conference that we held in the cannabis industry. Um, so you spoke at the conference as well. Uh, I personally lost my voice from talking to too many people over the course of those couple days um, and also got a little bit of what one might call a conference cold from shaking too many hands. Mm. But how was the conference for you, Jamie? As you mentioned early on, I've been involved with NCIA since the very beginning uh, when Aaron Smith came to me and said, I have this idea for a trade association. I only point that out because in the early stages at these conferences, there was maybe a couple hundred people present. And when Mm -hmm. I walked into the Marriott in Oakland, the first words out of my mouth to Aaron Smith was, we need a bigger venue. It seems we've (laughs) outgrown the Marriott. And 
being the chairwoman of the board of directors, which is my most loved title right now, and I take that with a great respect and seriousness, I was giddy and beside myself with the idea that we had outgrown a venue mm-hmm. and the caliber of speakers and people that are coming to the table to help us in this industry was phenomenal. I just, I walked away with um, a little lift in my step to say the least. It was lovely. It was lovely mm-hmm. to be there and see all the people, all the new people um, and many, many old friends and loves uh, that it was always good to connect. I agree. It's always kind of like a family reunion when we have these events, and it's it's so great. Um, yeah, we, we certainly have outgrown the Oakland Marriott Convention Center, which is where the Warriors are housed, as we all know. Um, <laughs> so that was a really close call. We were concerned there was going to be a parade uh, the night of our conference, but um, sorry, Warriors. Uh, yeah, we have outgrown. We're going to be uh, we're going to be in San Jose next year, which is about three times the space that you saw us cramp into this summer. Uh, so we'll have lots of room to spread out next summer, which will be great. Um, so, what panels uh, were you on at the Oakland Cannabis Business Summit that you spoke on? I actually choose to speak. I chose to speak to be. I was. I was a moderator. Was what my role was, and I like picking that mainly because I'm an amazing hype man, as we all know. (laughs) I love to get the crowd excited about talking about all things around regulatory and how we're going to make this a better industry. But some things I took away from that, the room was packed to the point people were standing room only. And again, I point that out because we've grown so much in these past mm-hmm. few years. Congratulations to NCIA. But the caliber of speakers, um, I was on the extraction and production track. So I got the amazing opportunity to moderate panels that were pretty phenomenal in the sense that we had an extractor panel that was focused specifically on extracting um, all the way down to distillates and isolates and separating the cannabinoids from real science background. And then the second speaker that we had, not that he countered that, but he offered a secondary opinion around what it would be like to offer products with the whole plant medicine involved, where it's not Mm. separating, where it's more of the whole plant extraction. And what I took away from that is we have gotten really good and NCIA has gotten phenomenal at offering all the information for the indus- for those in the room to make decisions with what they choose to do going forward. And I plan on that being sort of the key thing with NCIA going forward is to have differences of opinion in terms of how we extract these products, just using that as an example to then allow those resources to be laid out for people so that they can take that information and only get better at what they do in whatever part of the industry they touch. So for that, it was phenomenal. Um, And I enjoyed it very much. And I learned a ton while I was sitting in there, which was amazing. Excellent. It's good to always keep learning. And, you know, it is really interesting how in our industry, as we're self-regulating and developing our own best practices and standards, there are some things that are very clear that this is the right way to do it or this is the best way to do it. But in other cases, like the one you just mentioned, there's a lot of different ways to approach it and there's not necessarily a right or wrong. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And that was what I was so fired up about is now we have these, and it happened during that panel 
discussion, the second flow into it, where it was people voicing opinions and getting the crowd engaged in, in terms of, well, I think dislits are important, or I think too much science is too fast right now. And really a like, collaborated effort in the room and the energy was at that such that people are eager to learn and to process and to be colleagues really in this industry. And I've said this time and time again that I have no competitors. I have colleagues that I work closely with because side by side, we're only going to be that much stronger in what this industry can truly become. And that was the most exciting piece that I took away from from the moderating panel that I did. You really are a mama goat. I love it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, so you are involved in uh, one of NCIA's committees. NCIA has a packaging and labeling committee, and and you're part of that as well. Um, do you have time to sleep, by the way? Um, but <laughs> so, so what's going on in that committee, and uh, how's that coming together as one of these unified endeavors for our industry? This was actually something that internally I worked with some phenomenal people on, Andrew Livingston from Vicente Cedarburg, Jordan Wellington as well from Vicente Cedarburg, Chloe Grossman, who is a phenomenal woman to watch in the industry. She's a younger goat, but she is probably one of the smartest people that I've engaged with so far. And this project started, you know, almost two years ago. Uh, I can't believe it's been that long, maybe a little less. But it was a massive project to take on, and really my role in it was to herd, no pun intended, uh, like (laughs) a mama goat does, to bring together all these different industry groups that were having conversations around what a unified voice would mean for talking about packaging and labeling. And this specifically pertained to the conversation around edibles and what mm-hmm. a what a dosage would look like on the national level. And I really stood back and got behind that and thought, this needs to be something NCIA takes charge of because we have access to a thousand, if not more at this time, industry owner and operators who have been living and breathing this plant for so long that they provide so much knowledge and resources around what they're seeing in their states is around what they see in their immediate companies and to really create a co-collaborated effort so that we could create that one voice that could speak consistently across the board, no matter what city or county or what state you choose to operate in or what level of education a legislator may need, that they would have a template to utilize to say that 10, do- 10, 10 milligrams a dose is actually the national standard for the industry, for the National Cannabis Industry Association, because we've all agreed upon that. Mm-hmm. And even diving as deep as trying to figure out where transdermal patches live versus topicals and what sort of advisory information needs to be put on those bottles from a patient and consumer safety perspective. So it was a massive project, but the thing that I took away from that is we are really good at working together when we all come together, which is pretty phenomenal because though there were discrepancies and debates, it was handled in a way that was really nurturing to watch in the sense that people were pulling out information to take away and process and then come back with the consensus around what the industry agreed with. So it was a phenomenal experience, and I look forward to seeing more of those coming out of NCIA. I don't know if I'll sit on them because you were mentioning sleep. It would be nice to to get some (laughs) nap time in there, but um, it's also very important. I mean, so very important. 
Agreed. All right, we need to take another quick commercial break, and then we'll come back and talk more about the work going on at NCIA and your involvement. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey there, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. This is your host, Bethany Moore, from the National Cannabis Industry Association. And we've been talking with Jamie Lewis about all things edibles, packaging, labeling, and the awesome experience that a lot of us had in Oakland at the Cannabis Business Summit. Um, So, Jamie, uh, you are also involved in NCIA's Policy Council. Uh, This this is a bit different from our other committees. This is really uh, some high-level stuff going on. Uh, What is most important about what's going on with NCIA's Policy Council? Are there any updates to share about the movement or direction of this council? Well, you are correct. It is probably one of the most important of NCIA, uh, though there's been many phenomenal things that our association has done. This Policy Council is upper-level discussions around where our lobbying efforts should be focused on. And there are a lot of upper level conversations that we're we're about to have a board meeting coming up to make decisions on those. So I can't Mm -hmm. disclose too much on what's coming for the future because it has to be decided by the the democracy of the board, which is very, very important. We all get our vote. Um, But with that said, there have been conversations around tackling marketing and advertising. There have been conversations around 
excise taxes. You know that's something that's been the primary focus. There have been conversations around the new administration and what our direction should be and be going forward as a whole for all of us. Really right now where we are is assessing what that unified voice is going to be moving forward. But I can assure you that um, we should see some pretty exciting, pretty progressive things coming from the Policy Council. And I say progressive to an already progressive community. Mm -hmm. So I know what that means. but Intriguing. um, Yes, I think there's going to be some pretty exciting stuff coming out of it. So that's my little sneak peek uh, under the goat fur, if you will. Got it. Thanks. Um, Yes, you were talking about lobbying, uh, which happens at the federal level for NCI's work. And, you know, a lot of folks in the cannabis industry are a little uncertain of the climate, particularly with our current administration. We have Attorney General Jeff Sessions. We do not see eye to eye with him at this time, obviously. So what what would you say is most important for our industry to remember or to focus on during these times? I mean, regulation and compliance is incredibly important. What what advice do you have for the industry if if Mama Goat was going to give some advice about where we're going to go from here? We haven't pushed this as far up the fucking hill as we've pushed it by being scared goats. So I say that to all my colleagues out there that we continue business as normal. We keep pushing for strong, sound, sensible regulations in our local communities. We keep doing all the good work in terms of increasing jobs, providing support from these not-for-profits that are created, supporting the advocates that speak our language on all of these hills, paying close attention to making sure your membership dues are being paid and being paid on time with NCIA. <laughs> you know who you are, Godies. You know who you are. These things are the most important, the funding, the resources that we need to apply on the lobbying effort at the national level, at your local level, make sure that you are involved into your local trade associations and that they are funded in a way that they can support all of which what may shake out ultimately. I do lie on the side of the voices of the masses have spoke. We have have a proven track record in now three states with Oregon, Washington, and Colorado moving forward with creating both jobs, support for the industries going forward in terms of all the ancillary businesses that have been extremely successful with working with us, and Mm -hmm. all of the tax revenue that has been created from us pulling this product out of the black market and creating a beautiful industry that is diverse and will continue to remain diverse, and that on top of that, we focus all of our efforts on business as usual, fighting the good fight, going forward with that as the unified voice, because regardless of where opinions lie in regards to what is going on at the national level. Those are opinions. What we have is facts that this is proven to help people, and this is proven to increase revenue on the tax level that provides resources for cities, towns, counties, and states to do things like utilize those resources to help funding with programs that at the national level look like they may potentially be cut But wouldn't it be interesting if the cannabis industry came in right behind that and was able to reopen some of these things that are being shut down at the national level and we potentially could utilize those resources in a helpful way. So I say business as usual. We are not a scared herd, nor should we act like it. Uh, But communication and donating and contributing financial resources where they are important is the one thing that us as a community can continue to do. 
So pay your dues on time. That would be very helpful. And if you're not an NCIA member, you most certainly should be. Thank you. I mean, yeah, whether you're touching the plant or creating edibles with the plant or if you're doing marketing or accounting mm-hmm. for the cannabis industry, we, we need everybody to come together. And I'm so glad to hear your advice of business as usual. Just keep swimming. Just keep climbing because uh, we wouldn't have gotten as far as we have to this point if so many of us didn't stay the course. Um, I just want to highlight one thing you said there, stay the course. We have been through a lot worse than what I foresee coming in front of us. And that's important to note. I mean, I was operating during the Bush era when we were, you know, gas cans and, and raids were taking place. It's important to pay attention to how far we have come because so much of what we do is constant work of checklists and spreadsheets. And I have a screen in front of me with a thousand different posties on it, but I remind myself that we have come far from where we ended, where we started. So yes. I, I'm not feared. Thank you. All right. Well, we have run out of time, but I'm so glad you could join me today on the show. Um, everybody, please register for upcoming NCIA events and join us in a region near you at one of our upcoming quarterly cannabis caucuses or one of our upcoming conferences. Thank you again for joining us today. And thank you for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.